Well, hello there. Time again for the Florida Roundtable. I'm your host, Melissa Fox, and we're going to delve into a lot of interesting stuff this episode. As always, National Cinema Day. It's this Sunday. $4 movies. How about that, huh? Oh, how come we have a love-hate relationship with artificial intelligence? We'll talk about that. There's new genome testing for newborns who are born sickly. Right there in the hospital, they'll take care of it. Oh, and we've got some back-to-school tips. Not only will we talk about COVID, but also about keeping our students safe. And finally, let's bring back nutritious family dinners. Oh, yeah, good idea. All that is coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Roundtable on the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. Did you lose health insurance because of a life change, like having a baby, getting married or divorced, changes in employment, or turning 26? You may qualify for quality, affordable health insurance through the Federal Health Insurance Marketplace during the special enrollment period. A certified health insurance navigator can help you find the right plan for free and without obligation. Visit us at CoveringFlorida.org. That's CoveringFlorida.org. Get help today. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Up to 44% of veterans say re-entry into civilian life was difficult. 20% say they experienced depression. And 6,000 vets complete suicide every year. At the Florida Veterans Support Line, over 300 veterans like you call every week for resources, referrals, and support. Veteran peers are here to take your call. One is here right now, ready to talk. You are not alone. Call 1-844-MYFLVET or visit myflvet.com. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. It's the Florida Roundtable. Hey, when was the last time you actually watched a movie in the movie theater? For me, I know it's been a minute. Actually, the last time I went was when they did that deal where it was like four bucks a ticket. You don't remember that? Well, guess what? They're doing it again. Can you believe it? And with me right now, Brian Bronlett. He is uh, the Cinema Foundation Executive Director. Welcome, Brian. For having me, Melissa. Well, heck yeah. So tell us a little bit about what's going on. The $4 movie day. Sure. So this Sunday, August 27th, is our national holiday where we celebrate movie going, where all tickets, all formats, all showtimes, all day are just 4 bucks. Oh, and wow. That, yeah, it's, it's, it's really incredible. You know, last year, as you, as you mentioned, was our first year, and this year we're back. Better than ever uh, to bring movies and moviegoers to the cinema on National Cinema Day. Is there any time frame? Like, can you go to an early show, a late show, or is it just like one specific time? You go all day, all oh, day. Okay, good. All, all, all day, all show time. So you start at eight o'clock in the morning and go through eleven o'clock at night. Uh, well, uh, the reason I ask a... is because some of the folks are listening to this show on Sunday, and I want to make sure that when they hear that this morning and they start making plans, that it's uh, going to come to fruition, which is awesome. So, you know, I mentioned in the opening that it's been a long time since a lot of people have gone to the theater themselves and watched a movie, and I've noticed that there's a specific crowd that will not give it up. So how are we going to bring everybody together? A $4 movie day. So why is movie going so important to us Americans? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's, it's the great American pastime. 
I, 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 you know, we hear all the time that movie going is going away. But, uh, you know, if you see the box office this summer with like Barbie and Oppenheimer, audiences are coming back and back. They're coming back in droves. I mean, there's nothing like going to the theater with a date, with your family, you know, to laugh together, to cry together, you create memories together. I, I mean, I do that with my kids today. There's something super special about going to the movies, and what a better way to do it than on National Cinema Day uh, for four bucks. You can take a family of four for less than 20 bucks. Are all theaters uh, participating? In more than 30,000 screens and over 3,000 locations. Uh, visit nationalcinemaday.org to find those participating theaters. But yes, most theaters across the country are participating. We're talking with Brian Bronlick. He's the executive director of the Cinema Foundation. And we're talking about the exciting state of new releases and all kinds of beloved family favorites as well. Did you know a superhero beat Barbie up? At the t- I, I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> I mean, at the box office, people relax. Everything's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of releases are going to be coming out that will be available on National Cinema Day, which is uh, the 27th, this Sunday? Yeah, I mean, I'm still deciding what I want to go to. I, you know, there's over 30 movies in the marketplace that day. Uh, oh, I, I was lucky enough to see an early screening of Gran Turismo. Uh, which is an action-packed film uh, based on a true story. I, my son was jealous that I got to see it early, so <laughs> we might be going back. Uh, I, I mean, there's a new dramas, Boda and the Hill. Uh, there's re-releases uh, uh, like Jurassic Park in 3D, uh, American Graffiti, Lady Bird. And, of course, as you mentioned, there's a, a Barbie, there's a superhero, and there's an atomic bomb um, movie <laughs> exactly. at your, at your All right, so if you're listening to us on Sunday, get your kids together, get the family together, and get to the cinema. If you're catching this show anytime earlier, plan on this Sunday for $4 National Cinema Day. And, uh, Brian, go ahead and give out that uh, email, or rather that website address so that people can uh, get more information. Absolutely, Melissa. It's nationalcinemaday.org. Nationalcinemaday.org. Oh, I can't wait. Should I go see Barbie or Oppenheimer or... I really don't know. Maybe the redo of Jurassic Park in 3D. That sounds fun. What about you, oh, Brian? Right. What are you going to do? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a, do, do a, I'm gonna try to do them all, 8 in the morning to 8 at Oh, man. Hey, thank you so much for enjoying this time with us. That's all I got to say. Thank you for, for, hey, I can't even do it. I'm so excited about the movies. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Brian. Thanks for having me, Melissa. You're listening to the Florida Roundtable with Melissa Fox on the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. In 2022, 40% of all backover incidents involving children aged 10 and under resulted in a minor or serious injury. You can help prevent these accidents with one simple step. Check first, then reverse. Walk around the outside of your car and check the area before backing up. Many cars have detection devices, but they can't replace actively checking your surroundings. Remember, check first, then reverse. Go to flhsmv.gov slash child safety for more tips. A message from the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I didn't owe that much, but after this year, it was out of control. Then David called Get a Tax Lawyer. Right away, they were like, oh yeah, looks like you're qualified to save Get a Tax Lawyer went to work. (laughs) Should have called way sooner. Get a Tax Lawyer has helped thousands like David fight the IRS and get a fresh start. Call 800-786-9014. That's 800-786-9014. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, Emmy Award winning actor. And I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts. My joints ache. And sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision. Especially when you're galloping side saddle down a countryside road on a horse named Archie Bello, who seems to have only one speed, high. And pulling on his reins only seems to encourage him to go even faster. So, of course, my body hurts and my joints ache, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Oh, Archie Bello! Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. As soon as this scene wraps, I'm going to kiss the ground, thank Archibello for his outstanding performance, feed him a carrot, and visit brainhealth.gov. Find out 
how you can make the most of your brain as you age at brainhealth.gov. It's the Florida Roundtable, and you know, we've been talking a lot about artificial intelligence lately, and some people have a fear of it. I'm not afraid of it. I just don't want it to take my job, if you know what I mean, right? Could you imagine? The Florida Roundtable, brought to you by Melissa Fox. It's no wonder we're scared. Actually, Americans have kind of a love-hate relationship with artificial intelligence, so with that in mind, please welcome Shafi Abraham. How are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, maybe <laughs> a little scared of the same things you are, mm, Melissa. Probably so, right? I mean, there, as for radio in particular, uh, computers are pretty much already taken over. You know, and now, yeah. now my company is actually looking into AI DJs. I just don't get it. Uh, I don't think it's going to well, work for me, but. Hmm. So you're not sure that you're talking to a real person? Is that what I'm getting, the gathering here? You seem a little apprehensive. Well, based on your personality so far, I'm fairly confident you are a an actual human being. True. When they start instilling my type of emotions into AI, I'll be really scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're talking with Shafi Abraham from Atomic Research. He's a creative insight specialist. And as we started off this uh, segment... I said Americans have a love-hate relationship with artificial intelligence. So how familiar are Americans actually with AI, and how does that translate to trust? Well, based on the survey that we did, trying to find real sentiments on artificial intelligence, we find that men claim to be more familiar with AI than women. Uh, roughly two-thirds of men compared to less than half of women uh, claim to be familiar with AI. Familiarity does not, however, necessarily translate to trust. Overall, less than a third of U.S. adults say they are trusting of AI, but full-time workers have more familiarity and more trust than those who don't work full-time. Hmm. Well, I could see why. I mean, a lot of us learned the whole work-from-home thing once the pandemic started, and we had to literally embrace AI for our kids, for us, because we didn't, you know, we had no other way of getting out of here. So artificial intelligence was kind of something that we may have relied on. Now, what about the home devices? Everyone seems, except for me, I'm scared of them, like I said. Uh, but I don't want Alexa listening into my conversations or Google Home at all. How confident are you about people who have those in their houses? Well, they uh, use AI, and we, I should say, use AI on a daily basis and sometimes probably aren't even aware of it. Like you mentioned, the use of smart home devices. What about just something as simple as getting streaming suggestions on platforms like Netflix or Spotify? And we've all been on the phone interacting with customer service. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is using artificial intelligence as well. For us but there too. are even some more interesting ways that uh, people are willing and, and in often cases using AI, like uh, using AI as a personal therapist. There could be a number of reasons. Maybe you can't afford to see an actual therapist, or perhaps you're just more comfortable <laughs> speaking to an, an AI app uh, about your problems, or maybe even finding love. Close to one in 10 Americans are open to finding love through AI dating apps. And that's an interesting idea where uh, the, the system can recognize certain traits of your personality and can respond the way you would. So you may have a conversation with, with the AI version of somebody you're interested in. And if the AI version of that person <laughs> determines that you're worthy of meeting the actual human, then you'll be steered in that direction. I'm not worthy. My biggest fear, actually not a fear anymore, I've literally accepted the fact that I have no privacy. 
that, mm. yeah, that everything that I do on my phone or my computers, there's somebody that knows somewhere somebody is cataloging. I used to think this way about Blockbuster. Okay, I just, I I, re, I would definitely rent some very odd movies, and I thought if they ever look at that, they're gonna like tag me as a serial killer or something. But you know what I mean. <laughs> but now, I mean, and that was thirty years ago, where they were holding that information about the history of what you would rent, and that right. kind of you know, again with AI, even as a therapist, are they just gathering information? You know what I'm saying? That's I could get that as a fear. And I think a lot of other folks do, too. Could you break that down for us? Yeah, we're definitely in uncharted waters there. Basically, if you use any type of a device, a computer, a smartphone, anything, that is out there somewhere. And I even think about that when people are so uh, willing to post on social media and stuff without much thought that anytime you put something out there, it's going to be there forever but it is interesting that you mentioned renting videos from blockbuster and and thinking about it even 30 years ago as a teenager i worked at a video store and uh melissa let me just say you are not alone it was eye-opening for me to realize that normal people uh the male woman would come in and rent three or four uh Really interesting titles every week. So uh, you, you're you not odd at all, let me tell you that. <laughs> okay. Well, I am a little <laughs> odd, but with regards to this uh, conversation, maybe right on point. Uh, but at least I admit that that's how you know that you're not talking to a computer or artificial intelligence uh, here on the show. Mm. So in is it uh, AI kind of leveraged out though? I mentioned the home devices. I've mentioned work. Um, do we leverage that between our personal and our professional life? Well, we mentioned some of the ways that we use AI in our personal lives, but uh, according to the research that we did, and I said that full-time workers are more familiar and trusting of AI. They actually believe that AI can make them more productive at work for helping out with time-consuming daily mundane tasks. However, as you mentioned in the intro, the biggest fear of that is the fear of uh, eventually being replaced and losing their job. Uh, That is across the board. Most people are concerned about that. It's the number one concern. Uh, losing your job. A a separate study projected that globally AI could expose the equivalent of 300 million full-time jobs to automation in the future. But interestingly enough, where we are not trustful of AI and we have certain fears and concerns about it, we're not at all untrusting of it when it comes to shopping. Four out of five consumers trust AI-derived automation when shopping. So we have fears and concerns with AI when it comes to potentially making money on an individual basis, but not much fear or concern when it comes to spending money. So tell me this. I'm talking with friends. Maybe I have my Facebook app open, but not open, open, just, you know, one of the apps that's just laying there. Uh, in weight. So I talk about uh, getting personalized dog color for my puppy, right? Mm. And then I buy one off of Amazon, okay, because I trust Amazon so far. But the next day, my Facebook page is just pelting me with dog color ads. Mind you, I already purchased one. And now uh, here's all these options that are coming. So who's listening to me? Everybody, anybody that's trying to sell you anything, you're not alone there either. Sometimes I find myself curious about a product or something that I'm interested in maybe learning more about or buying, and I have to say, "Eh, do I really want to see this on my feed for the next couple of weeks? Um, that's, and that's instant too, you know, it could be the most random thing that I do a Google search on. And now all of a sudden I'm seeing ads for it in my Facebook. That doesn't seem to be going away anytime soon. Right. So what other data stood out? You guys did a survey 
of atomic research, I should say, conducted a survey of a little over 2,000 U.S. adults, finding out, of course, how they felt about this rapidly advancing technology of artificial intelligence. So there were a lot of unanswered questions before we went into this. Uh, can you tell me some of the data that stood out from this survey? Well, yeah, uh, one thing is the, the fear, again, going back to that. That was the thing that stood out uh, by an overwhelming amount. People are optimistic that AI will make their lives easier and make them more productive at their jobs, but they fear that because of that, they will eventually lose their jobs. So you can't have millions and millions and millions of people around the world all of a sudden out of work. So that's something that's certainly going to have to be addressed. Perhaps some of the fear is based in seeing too many science fiction Hollywood thrillers uh, <laughs> over the years. But Shafi, a lot yeah. of those movies have actually, the, the premises have come to fruition. So that's kind of scary, too. Let's think about it. You know, the video box where you could see each other on the Jetsons, no less, where they had FaceTime. Yeah. Okay? Now we have FaceTime. It's, it, you know, it's crazy stuff. But if you look back, just like the Simpsons predicting the future in many cases, uh, AI's kind of been there in the movies. But, yes, of course, the movies can take it to an extreme that will scare the, you know, people. Is that right. what you're, you're, that's what you're saying, huh? Uh, what I'm saying is we asked AI uh, directly if humans should be worried about AI eventually taking over the world and maybe even forcing us into extinction. AI replied, quote, the idea of artificial intelligence forcing humans into submission is speculative and uh. rooted and nothing but science fiction. There you have it. We can all breathe a sigh of relief. Oh, I'm glad the AI has, has reaffirmed and reassured us like that. <laughs> uh, we're talking with Shafi uh, Abraham. He is uh, he's just killing it with us right now. Creative insight specialist at Atomic Research. Love to know where we can get more information on artificial intelligence and the love-hate relationship that we seem to have with it. Absolutely. You can read our full report, Real Sentiments on Artificial Intelligence, at AtomicResearch.com, and that is Atomic with a K. Oh, Atomic with a K. So what's next, huh? Chat GPT's taking over in some sense. I'm not a fan of that. We've got AI out there that's telling teachers when students use AI to do their papers. What's next? I'm going to have AI do my next survey. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I want to keep my job. All right. Hey, I hope you do. Too. Yeah, I do too. Shafi Abraham, thank you so much. We've, you've been a pleasure. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Hey, neighbor check out my yard it looks like an oasis wow how'd you do it i went to qualitygreenspecialist.com they have the best selection of shrubs and natives cool shade trees like oaks colorful flowering bottle brush and creep myrtles with the largest collection of fruit trees in central florida quality green specialists yep and they're open nine to four every day quality green specialists top quality plants sustainable gardening products friendly expert advice 335 west michigan avenue in deland Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Growing up with a brother with autism, Sarah Crump witnessed firsthand how kids with disabilities felt left out by their peers. It's why at the age of 15, Sarah approached her cheerleading coach with an idea to include girls with disabilities on her school's cheer team. Well, what started out as an inclusive high school cheer team in a small town in Iowa has led to what is now known as Sparkle Effect, a thriving nonprofit with over 180 cheer teams across the United States, 
bringing students with and without disabilities together through cheerleading. The result? More confidence, higher grades, and better school attendance for kids with disabilities. And for those without a disability, new friends and a greater empathy. You want to learn more? Well, visit disabilitycampaign.org, where we have posted a link to the fabulous work known as the Sparkle Effect. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Imagine. Imagine being denied an apartment because of your religion, or your race, or because you have children, or a disability. It's so wrong. Yes, but who has the power to stop this? You do. Each of us has the power. The law is on your side. It's illegal for landlords to discriminate because of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, disability, or familial status. If you suspect that you have experienced housing discrimination, file a complaint with HUD immediately so we can investigate it. Fair housing is your right. Use it. To learn more, visit HUD.gov slash fair housing. That's HUD.gov slash fair housing. Or call 1-800-669-9777. 1-800-669-9777. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. It's the Florida Roundtable, and every once in a while, I bring you something new. That's not really true. I bring you something new all the time. But today, it's something very, very interesting. Matter of fact, I didn't even know you could do it. Oh, what am I talking about? New testing that's available to find potential rare diseases in newborns at birth. All right, and with that in mind, let's welcome to the show Ashley Arthur. She works for Gene DX. Ashley, how are you today? I'm wonderful, Melissa. Thanks for having me. Heck yeah, it's good to have you along. And this this uh, new testing that's come up is incredible. But we need to we need to know we need to know exactly what's going on here because I don't want to go. This is great, and have no idea what's actually happening. <laughs> so first and foremost, what is rapid whole genome sequencing? Yeah, so genome sequencing in general provides a comprehensive view of your DNA. So it allows us to detect more disease-causing variations than those old genetic tests, which only look at, you know, parts or pieces of your DNA. So I like to say it's like reading the whole book instead of just scanning the cliff notes. And traditionally, though, as you can imagine, this is a lot of information and took many weeks or months even to get a result. But rapid genome sequencing is what we're talking about today, and that provides a result in a little less than a week, which makes it such a powerful tool when you have babies who are really sick at birth and are in the neonatal or pediatric intensive care unit. So they need an answer fast, which is why we are really focusing on coverage for them today in Florida. This is fun. This is awesome. Phenomenal. I mean, this this whole deal, even if the baby doesn't look sickly when it's born, would you still use this technology? I think that's where we would love to be eventually, <laughs> but but today, so for instance, in, in Florida, um, Florida was the eighth state to recognize the importance of offering this for those really sick babies at birth, and they um, the way that the coverage came about in Florida is also kind of a really cool story, so I think it's important to, to recognize that. So Representative Adam Anderson in Florida sponsored a bill, which was also championed by Speaker Renner. And Speaker Anderson's son unfortunately passed away from a genetic condition at age four. 
and he's very, very passionate about rare disease diagnosis and treatment. And so funding for this bill was ultimately put in the, the recently signed Florida budget, and it's actually going to be named after Representative Anderson's son. So the program is called the Andrew John Anderson Rapid Genome Sequencing Program. And funding went into effect July 1st, but Medicaid's working hard right now on plans for implementation. So they're looking at learnings from other states, which I think is really smart, to ensure that rapid genome sequencing benefit in Florida is a success. And that's all. That's what this coverage is all about, is just those babies who are, who are born and clearly have a health concern that needs to be identified immediately. So I hear the word diagnostic, let's try again. I hear the word, can't pronounce it, diagnostic odyssey. Is this what we're talking about here? And how can families benefit from that testing? Yeah, definitely. So we we throw around the word diagnostic odyssey a lot, but just for, for some who may not understand what that means, it's the period of time between when the first symptom or concern is noted with a baby's health or a person's health to that time when they receive an accurate diagnosis. And right now we know it can take six to eight years for a child with rare disease to get a genetic diagnosis. And obviously the ultimate goal is to just cut that odyssey short and identify the cause before baby ever leaves the hospital. So I'm sure everyone can imagine that getting a genetic diagnosis matters for a lot of reasons, but most importantly, you can't be sure that you're offering the optimal treatment for a child unless you really know what the root cause of their symptoms is. And that's what, I mean, we talk about precision medicine all the time, right? And that's what this is all about. So it's really crucial for any patient, but when you have a child that's in the neonatal intensive care unit, the urgency is elevated because these patients are so tiny and vulnerable. Wow, this is great. We're talking with Ashley Arthur. She's from a genomic, genom. here we go again. Geomic, <laughs> genomic, genomic testing. You got it. You got it. Genomic testing, yay for me. Uh, tell <laughs> us a little bit about GeneDx, please. Yeah, so GeneDx is really focused on reducing that diagnostic odyssey. So we we offer testing that looks at your DNA. We Our focus is really exome and genome sequencing. And this is something that really has a lot of benefit for families because it can, as we talked about, cut that diagnostic odyssey short. So my team in particular, um, I'm part of the market access team, and we work really hard at GeneDx to make sure that insurance companies understand the value of these tests and the, the value that they bring to children and their families so that it can be more accessible and so insurance companies will cover and pay for the testing. I was just getting ready to get to that, Ashley. Um, (laughs) How does this help families, though, save money on their medical bills? I mean, I get the idea of finding out something's wrong from the get-go, but saving money? Yeah, absolutely. So this kind of testing saves money for families, um, I would say, in the long term, as well as our healthcare savings in general. So unfortunately, as we talked about with that diagnostic odyssey, without a diagnosis, early before they ever leave the hospital, it can take six to eight years for a family to really know what's going on with their child. And that odyssey is expensive for families. There are endless doctor's visits, bouncing between specialists. They get uninformative diagnostic tests and procedures, often even take medications or or initiate therapies that ultimately may be ineffective because they didn't know what was really causing their health problems. So ER visits, hospitalizations, all these things that could have been avoided if they just had an answer about what was causing their child's health problems. And I know all of that sounds very expensive just because, you know, healthcare can be, but we also know that this means a lot of time off work for families and other expenses as well. Yeah, you're right. So how much does it cost for this wonderful geo uh, testing? Yeah, so a genome sequencing test, Um, the cost is variable between labs. But what I will say is that one step of the implementation process Florida Medicaid is working on right now as we speak is pricing the codes that are used to bill for the test. So other states have set a maximum price for the test anywhere between five and $10,000. But obviously like that's just not accessible for everybody right now. And so that's why we're working hard to show value to insurance companies and, and Medicaid insurances. Um, but half of the babies born in Florida have Medicaid insurance, so getting access for these kids is a great step. Um, we also have programs with insurance companies like United Healthcare, 
um, where they have a, a NICU genetic testing program, and they will just pay us as a laboratory directly for the test so that the families, the hospital, nobody has to worry about the cost. If it's the right test for the baby and it's needed, it can be ordered. Where can this testing actually be done? I mean, you, you did say it's here in Florida, one of the eighth states to adopt it. Uh, do you have any information about that for folks? Yeah, so any hospital can order the testing if they suspect that a child has a genetic condition, you know, contributing to them being very ill in the acute care um, hospital. However, I know that Orlando Health, Nicholas Children's, Bay Care, and University of Florida are all offering this testing today um, for those babies in those, you know, specifically in the NICU or, or PICU. Um, but parents with a child who may not be in the NICU and they feel like they're just not getting answers about why their child is different or why they have these health concerns that may be genetic in nature, I would say don't hesitate to advocate and ask your doctor about genetic testing. Um, I think people assume that it's expensive and not covered. And honestly, either exome or genome sequencing is covered by most insurances. Um, I know Florida Medicaid covers exome sequencing um, for for kids who are you know not in the hospital and have these concerns. So your doctor may also refer you to a genetic counselor who can, you know, order the test for you and guide you through the results. So there's, I would say, I, I just don't want people to think the testing is like inaccessible and only available for, you know, a, a small subset of, of sick kids. Oh, see. So uh, speak to us about the tragedy of rare disease and how families can prevent this healthcare odyssey. Yeah, I think it really does come back to just advocating and and really not being afraid to to push which i know i mean i feel like you know if you ask moms and dads they typically know like they could identify and tell you we are on an odyssey we need an answer and so i would say like, just speak up and 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 say that to as many doctors as need to hear it um I, i'm really grateful that the florida legislature has prioritized kids with rare disease and so i hope to see that expand um you know, this rapid genome sequencing program is going to help a lot of Florida families get answers fast. And the whole point is to avoid that diagnostic odyssey. So that's that's something that we hope is going to expand outside of just this NICU PICU setting. So for those that just popped into the uh, the interview here, first of all, get, come on, get there faster, okay? So you're missing stuff. <laughs> We're talking with Ashley Arthur. She's from GeneDX about, uh, well, very simply, rapid whole genome sequencing and the ability to find potential rare diseases in newborns at birth while they're still in the hospital. No, I think I think people just need to understand that rapid genome sequencing is such a powerful tool that can bring answers fast for families and um, and I hope that I hope that people are able to access it and, and can really benefit from it. Well, I know that my audience is very appreciative, as well as I am, for chatting us up this morning about this new testing. Very incredible. Again, give us the website we can go to for more information. Yeah, deanbx.com forward slash NICU. Perfect. Ashley Arthur, thank you so much for joining us today and talking about this new advancement. So important to us. Thank you, Melissa. It was my pleasure. Hey, Florida, we know you love getting out on the water, but do you know what to wear when you're out there on the water? A life jacket, of course, and whether you're fishing, skiing, sailing, or just cruising the water, there's a perfect life jacket designed for you and your activity. Always check the label to make sure your life jacket is U.S. Coast Guard approved. Then try it on to make sure it fits properly, and then wear it. Life jackets save lives. Visit wearitflorida.com to learn more. That's wearitflorida.com. Worried about losing your Medicaid benefits once the public health emergency ends? Don't panic. Affordable options are available through the Federal Health Insurance Marketplace. You don't have to try to figure this out on your own. There are certified health insurance navigators available to help you and your family find the right coverage. There's no obligation and it's free. Visit CoveringFlorida.org and secure your health coverage today. That's CoveringFlorida.org or call 877-813-9115. If you're a doctor, diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. 
Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Up to 44% of veterans say re-entry into civilian life was difficult. 20% say they experienced depression. And 6,000 vets complete suicide every year. At the Florida Veterans Support Line, over 300 veterans like you call every week for resources, referrals, and support. Veteran peers are here to take your call. One is here right now, ready to talk. You are not alone. Call 1-844-MYFLVET or visit myflvet.com. Summer vacation is drawn to a close here in Central Florida. South Florida, their classes are already resumed as well. Parents, you need to know what challenges lie ahead for your kids. You want them safe, you want them productively back in the classrooms, and you want to know how to address them. With that in mind, Chai, Chief of Pediatrics, Medical Director of School-Based Health and Faculty Member at the Teaching Health Center, Pediatrician Dr. Tanya Roman. Welcome to the Florida Roundtable. Thank you for having me. Of course. Hey, why is it essential for immunizations to be up to date, especially for aspiring athletes and other students, of course, who receive annual physicals? Yes. So it is very important that um, our families, our parents are bringing um, our children in to get their physicals so we can address these very, very important vaccines that children are due for. Um, They help prevent diseases that can be very, very dangerous for uh, kids. And so we definitely want them to come in so we can get all of these taken care of. It is chai, right? Is that what you guys? CHI. CHI. I never know, you know. CHI. Yes. <laughs> okay, so CHI facilities, uh, what ones can students receive their annual physicals at an affordable price? You know, the prices have gone crazy. So help us out. Where can they go? Yes, so we offer uh, very, very affordable prices for those that are uninsured. Uh, we take most insurances and uh, we'll basically see anyone that is in need for physicals, for vaccines at any one of our centers. Wow, that's pretty nice. So what do parents need to know, especially about addressing early signs of, say, school avoidance, even become, before it comes a, it becomes a large problem, of course? What do parents do? Right. So um, so this is something that is 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 going to happen. And it's an, the anxiety of starting school, the beginning of a school year. Um, I think it's important to make sure that we have communication with our kids, that, that parents engage in open communication. Um, and if there's anything that is maybe out of the ordinary uh, to always reach out to your to your to your pediatrician or or your or your physician to to discuss what can be done to to alleviate this. Any mental health that you might address as well? Um, I mean, definitely, you know, it's something that we we really focus on in all of our, our children, especially the adolescent population. Um, and that's why it's so important to come to their checkups so we can address a lot of these things. A lot of parents don't know when a lot of things are happening uh, when it comes to mental health issues. So this is the opportunity we have to address this and to take care of it. Parents need to know about this new COVID variant, EJ.5. What's the efficacy of today's vaccines and boosters? And do CHI facilities have them? Um, Yes. So we definitely um, offer the COVID uh, vaccines. We've been doing it from the beginning of the pandemic. Um, With new variants, that's something that we learn every day as far as boosters and what they're effective for. Um, the best way is to, you know, just just uh, get the vaccine. Um, it's your better best chance to protect yourself from um, COVID variants and the new ones that that we'll probably be seeing. Oh wow! Now, just tell me if you know: has the strains of COVID have they uh, have they lessened? It's not as strong, maybe you know. So the 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 more recent ones that are circulating in the country, um, they don't believe that they're more dangerous. Um, they may be a little, maybe more contagious. Um, but they don't think that they're actually causing more uh, uh, or worsening in diseases. That's something that's something that's reassuring. We're talking with Dr. Tanya Roman. She is a pediatrician with CHI, Chief of Pediatrics, as a matter of fact. Ooh. And uh, I just want to ask you real quick, if parents can go to get more information so that they can ensure their kids are healthy and productive and actually excited to be back in school. Definitely, definitely. We encourage all of our parents to come to to seek um, out 
if you don't have a pediatrician, uh, we have wonderful ones throughout all of the centers. Um, and so that, you know, we can engage in that communication so we can provide all the necessary education needed, um, advice, uh, you know, do what we do, which is care for the health of our, of our children. This has been a lot of fun, a lot of interesting information out there. Dr. Tanya Roman, please come back again. We'd love to see you and love to hear about all these challenges that are going on, especially for our students, you know. Thanks again for being Definitely. on the Florida Roundtable. Thank you for having me. Heck yeah. All right, folks, you're listening to Florida Roundtable on the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. Hey, Florida, we know you love getting out on the water, but do you know what to wear when you're out there on the water? A life jacket, of course, and whether you're fishing, skiing, sailing, or just cruising the water, there's a perfect life jacket designed for you and your activity. Always check the label to make sure your life jacket is U.S. Coast Guard approved. Then try it on to make sure it fits properly, and then wear it. Life jackets save lives. Visit wearitflorida.com to learn more. That's wearitflorida.com. Worried about losing your Medicaid benefits once the public health emergency ends? Don't panic. Affordable options are available through the Federal Health Insurance Marketplace. You don't have to try to figure this out on your own. There are certified health insurance navigators available to help you and your family find the right coverage. There's no obligation and it's free. Visit CoveringFlorida.org and secure your health coverage today. That's CoveringFlorida.org or call 877-813-9115. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Up to 44% of veterans say re-entry into civilian life was difficult. 20% say they experienced depression. And 6,000 vets complete suicide every year. At the Florida Veterans Support Line, over 300 veterans like you call every week for resources, referrals, and support. Veteran peers are here to take your call. One is here right now, ready to talk. You are not alone. Call 1-844-MYFLVET or visit myflvet.com. Shortness of breath, patients confused, temp 102. He just had an infection. What's going on? He's becoming septic. Antibiotics started. Bed ready, let's move him. Infections can lead to a deadly chain reaction in your body called sepsis. Very quickly, sepsis can cause tissue damage, organ failure, and even death. If you know the risks, can spot the symptoms, and act fast, then you can get ahead of sepsis. Learn more at cdc.gov slash sepsis. My muscles ached. I was tired all the time. My son had a full-blown asthma attack. It came out of nowhere. The unsettling thing about some symptoms is... I had a fever and these terrible headaches. You don't always know what's causing them. It was Lyme disease from a tick bite. I had Zika virus from a mosquito. He had a reaction to cockroach allergens. Threats to your health can come from unexpected places. Get the facts. Visit pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. Sure, that's right. Hey, you know, we just had, uh, we were just talking about how kids are getting back into school. And now we should definitely talk about how and why family meals need to be a part of the school year routine. With that in mind, we're going to chat with registered dietitian Dawn Jackson-Blattner about the importance of family meals and kind of fun ways that we can spend time in the kitchen together. Welcome to the show, Dawn Jackson-Blattner. How you doing? Hey, thank you so much for having me and chatting about this very important topic of family meals. Well, you know, I'm sure uh, some people know that, uh, especially some of our listeners, that we used to have... That whole family meal and kids were allowed to discuss their day and all that wonderful. And we didn't answer the phone. You know the deal. So what are the health benefits of a regular family meal? Yeah, you know, I think it's so important to understand this is really time well spent. So, yeah, you're going to sit down and check in with each other and it improves your family functioning and communication. But also research is showing that family meals are linked to higher grades in self-esteem, lower obesity rates 
decreased risk of violence and depression. And I'm a dietitian, so I also love that family meals improve the family's nutrition. Families are eating more fruits and vegetables and higher quality foods. So it's, it's a really important time. So what should we keep on hand, you know, for those easy and nutritious meals that you've mentioned? Yeah, so one of the things is that, you know, families' schedules are super hectic. So if you can't figure out a way to meet at dinner time, you know, you can also use breakfast as an option of connecting even before the day starts. And when you're shopping, really choosing those high-quality ingredients. So like Eglin's Best Eggs, they have six times more vitamin D, 25% less saturated fat, and 10 times more vitamin E compared to ordinary eggs. So you choose those high-quality ingredients and do something easy with them. So like I used to love, and I think it's great, breakfast at dinner. Like that's very fun. And you can sit down, have a quick meal, and, and connect and get those benefits we talked about. Looking for inspiration. How about some creative stuff that we can do in the kitchen together? Yes. Ooh, yes. Very good question. So Eglin's Best has teamed up with America's Test Kitchen and Go Noodle to create these super entertaining, they're really, they're so fun, cooking videos so that your kids can become more confident cooks and curious eaters and help you out actually in the kitchen. So families should go watch these videos. I just, they're great. And then they can make the recipes together after they watch the videos. So things like breakfast tacos or applesauce snack cakes. And for even more inspiration for the grown-ups, there's actually a sweepstakes going on called the Extraordinary Family Kitchen Sweepstakes where they have a chance to win $5,000 to upgrade their kitchen. Whoa. <laughs> okay, so tell us right now, because people are like, we need the details, $5,000 from Eglin's Best. All right, how do we enter to get a chance for, uh, well, to get into this contest, huh? Yes. So for those very fun videos and this amazing sweepstakes, um, you just go to one place. It's ebfamilysweeps.com, and it's all right there. Ooh. Hey, uh, we're talking with Dawn Jackson-Blattner. She's an RDN, a CSSD, and a registered dietitian, nutritionalist. And I understand that you worked for the Chicago Cubs for 10 years. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes. Well, you know what? It actually is very similar to this family meal topic because, you know, think about a baseball team, right? Lots of different tastes. Lots of different people having to come together and have uh, some fun bonding time over food. So a lot of what I do in baseball actually lines up with these family meals, um, having fun together, eating, connecting. I understand also that you have a World Series ring from the Cubs. Is that right? That's right. Ten years working there, and one of the years, yep, we hit it big. <laughs> we hit it big. <laughs> djblattner.com if you want to follow Don or on Insta, djblattner as well. Um, it's been wonderful talking with you. I am now very hungry for some egg breakfast. <laughs> yes, well, I'm glad to hear it. And, you know, uh, definitely uh, you and your listeners, don't forget to go to that evfamilysweeps.com for that chance to win the $5,000 and even more prizes. Watch those videos. And there's also another website, gonoodle.com slash ATK, where you can watch those cool videos, too. All right, Don. We hope to hear from you again. Making family meals a part of your school year routine. And put down the cell phones while you're eating. Yeah? Yes. yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for helping us out today. Let's hope family dinners become a thing again. Yes, I love that. Thanks for having me. You got it. You're listening to the Florida Roundtable. We're on the Florida News Network. And we will be right back. Stay right there. You've been listening to the Florida Roundtable with Melissa Fox, a news and public affairs presentation of the Florida News Network. The views and opinions expressed during this program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of this station management, owners, or sponsors. For questions or concerns, contact Florida Roundtable at fnnonline.net.